Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIBA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.tv. And now, hello, Los Alamos, AM 1490, KRSN, as well as 107.1. Glad to be uh, broadcasting. Uh, we should call it A-Bomb Radio. We're about to set it off uh, there in your community for the second straight day, thanks to the Sutton family and uh, for being very hospitable to us. We're still getting through uh, all of this stuff, but it's a pretty exciting time. Uh, certainly in radio and uh, this post-rush era where uh, things start to realign and uh, the entire medium uh, gets redesigned. You doubt Muska uh, will be joining us hour two and hour three. And we've got, of course, uh, Rudy Grande on weather and traffic. But, uh, folks, we put out an APB search and rescue, went out to go found him, and they they finally found him. Here he is, uh, Mr. Greg Zanetti, uh, finally joining us after a hiatus of uh, a little bit over a month. Uh, Greg Zanetti, good afternoon. How are you? It's great to be back. Thank you for having me back. And I probably owe you an explanation of where I've been. Where were you? How come you didn't call? Well, right, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, uh, Greg Zanetti can be reached directly at? Oh, uh, 505, of course, 250-3754, or just go to my website, ZanettiFinancial.com. Did you need to take a, a, a month off from all the craziness? I mean, it's... No. That would I, be a little bit over a month from the time that we've had the inauguration. Joe Biden has now been in office. Uh, what are we looking at? Uh, 25, 35 days. Yeah, although I shouldn't have said it like that. Actually, it was a little bit of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Eddie, I have clients out of town. Sure. And I have clients out of the country. Okay. And so wow. a couple of times a year, I need to go connect with my clients, not just here, but overseas. The, before I left, there were things that were happening that started kind of swimming through my head. Uh, mm-hmm. The first thing was the GameStop. Sure. I remember that from about a month ago. Yeah, we've got to talk about that. The... the, uh, the shorting of the stocks, the right. fighting back against Wall Street. Yeah, and, and who was doing it and how it was occurring. And I don't want to go into the GameStop thing. A lot of people have kind of beaten that to death, but that was going on. The dollar index was starting to break down okay. before I left. And it's kind of wonkish, but the dollar is weakening. At that point, again, before I left, the Biden spending plans were starting to come into focus. Some of his policy decisions were starting to come into focus. And we also started to see Bitcoin do this rapid rise that has precipitated over the last several weeks. And, of course, that's made news. Mid-50,000. Right. So all this is kind of happening before I'm going to board the plane, Uh, except the night before I left. And here's the one. I want you to keep this one in the back of your mind. All right. (laughs) I was at Home Depot here in Albuquerque, and I I saw one of my client's sons. Mm -hmm. One of our shades broke, and (laughs) I need to get a new shade. So... He's a millennial, and he is on his phone, mm-hmm. just, I mean, totally engrossed in this thing. I saw him. He didn't really see me. Once the lady was kind of doing her thing for my order, I walked over to him, and I won't use his name, but I said, hey, uh, you may not remember me, but you and your dad came into my office, and we talked about it. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm trading stocks. Oh, wow. He said, I've never made so much easy money in my life. Wow. Okay. So... 
all that kind of put together, and the next day I was on the plane. And Eddie, you know this. The best thing about being, one of the best things about being on the road is you have time to reflect. Mm-hmm. There are so many distractions. You meet with clients, you go back to your room, and you have time to think. You have time to research. You have time to kind of think about things. And by the time I got back, I knew that it was time to make significant changes in my clients' portfolios. Mm-hmm that it was time to take profits in certain areas and to do it quickly. Yeah. So on President's Day, I sent out, by now I'm back, I had sent a letter to, I sent an email to all my clients saying, this is what I think is going on. This is what we're going to do. If you have objections, let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to start Tuesday morning. Sure. And so if you wonder why I wasn't on last week, I'm just moving. Buried. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of shares, you know, tens, you know, tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars in trading. You don't want to mess that up. Yeah. You've got to do it right. So anyway, that's where I've been. And so what I like to tell you is what kind of tipped me over the edge here and why take profits now again in certain areas. You and I both know, Eddie, the numbers have been off for a long time. Yeah. The stock market. The separation between reality, Main Street right. and Wall Street. Right. Uh, and we look at the unemployment numbers and say, you know, that doesn't look right. If right. They tell us the inflation stats are one, two percent. We think, well, that's not what I'm feeling right. in my life. Uh, you look at the corruption that has occurred across the board, and nothing has happened. Right. Anyway, uh, we see our faith in institutions waning. All that was, all that has been in place for a long time, and nothing's happened. Stock market. Well, today wasn't all that great, but the stock market has held up. I was hitting all-time highs while I was gone. So what was it? And I, it's the psychology that I believe has changed or is changing. And I've heard you talk about this on the show. There's a change in the air yeah. uh, within the Democrat politics. Suddenly Cuomo is being turned on. Yeah. We see the local news suddenly turning on our governor here. You, you see kind of a, the winds of change are blowing. It's like, what, what's it? And it wasn't just politics but it was also like we said GameStop in the financial world something was going on so let's go back the thinking was in my brain was this let's go back are there times in history when we have seen similar types of things going on of course the famous one back in the late 1920s was Joseph Kennedy's story and we all know Joseph Kennedy wealthy guy who got out of the stock market in what August of 1929 and you remember why he did it he, yeah. he said that he was getting a shoe shine, and the shoe shine boy said, "These are the stocks you should be buying, Mr. Kennedy." Mm-hmm. And he thought, "Why is a shoe shine boy yeah. giving me?" Because he's shining the shoes of literally every <laughs> single person who is moving the market. It's a market maker, actually, and that's a wonderful point. Can a shoe shine boy have good ideas? Yes, um, but when Kennedy talked to him about why he was giving this advice, he said, "Well, because it's going up." There was no analysis, there was no thinking about it. It was just, look, this is going up. It was very similar to what my client's son said to me at Home Depot. What are you doing? I'm making money. But he didn't <laughs> the easiest money I've ever made in my life. But he didn't know why. Mm-hmm. He just knew it was going mm-hmm. up. So spring forward to the mid-1960s. And, and back then, there was a group of stocks called the Nifty 50. We were told, uh, that generation was told, just buy these 50 stocks, you're going to get rich. Polaroid, Kodak, Xerox, IBM, 
and it all made perfect sense, and people piled into it, piled into it, and they didn't make any money for 17 years. Mm-hmm. It was a stealth, you know, horrible bear market. Now, let's get closer to maybe where your audience remembers this. Remember 1998, 1999, when the dot-com mania was starting? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, we had local offices here that had a setup, an office setup. Where yeah, you could, mentioned uh, Dean Witter. Dean Witter, yeah. They, they set up tables with folding chairs and computers lined up side by side by side. So grandmas and painters and construction guys and students could come and day trade. Right. You know, penny stocks and dot-com stocks because we were all going to get rich. It was like a bingo hall. I remember seeing that, and, okay, we all know how that ended. And then spring forward to, again, personal story, 2007. Eddie was about to be deployed. Mm -hmm. So I'd gone to see my mechanic. Back to Guantanamo. Right. So I took my car in, and my mechanic had been at this place for 20 years, and, man, did he know cars. And so I said to him, hey, look, I'm leaving. I want to make sure the car's in good shape for my wife, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, I'm glad to do it. I just want to let you know that, you know, at the end of the year, I'm quitting. And I said, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to flip houses. I said, no, stop, stop. Don't you? It's already rolling over in California. This yeah. is already. But he did. Couldn't stop him. No. And He's uh, grabbing the top boom. of the market, literally. Getting caught with the the last one in always loses. Right. So all these things are swimming through my head on the airplane and on the road and kind of sitting in the room at night. And then I started looking at charts. Mm-hmm. And you've heard of margin debt. Yeah. So just for the listeners out there, margin debt is when you borrow money to buy stocks. Well, we have charts that go back a hundred years on how much money has been borrowed to you know, buy stocks, good times, bad times, and then you can adjust for inflation. You can compare it against the economy. The margin levels that we have right now in the stock market have surpassed 1929 yeah. by a lot. This is the highest we've ever seen people borrowing money to buy stocks. So then I started to dig into Bitcoin. Why is Bitcoin going up so much? Where is this money coming from? Yeah. And have you heard of Tether? Uh, we talked about it once before. Um, yeah, let me just... Back in January, I know that we had uh, at least alluded to it. I don't think you can under, understand cryptocurrencies unless you understand Tether right now. And by the way, I have nothing against Bitcoin. People who say it's worthless, no, that's wrong. That there is a value to Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin and, and, and. But Tether is something different. It's a way to get to Bitcoin or a way to get to Ethereum. And so what you do is you take your U.S. dollars... And you convert them to, and here's the clever name for it, U.S. dollar tether, a USDT. And what tether tells you is that they have dollar for dollar assets to back up your conversion from a real U.S. dollar to a tether dollar. Now, if you ask to see their assets, they won't show you. That's the first red flag. So you're just taking their word on it. Once you own your tether dollars, you can now multiply those by up to a hundred fold to go buy cryptocurrencies. Right. Your eyes are getting big on the other side of the glass. You put in a hundred dollars and a hundred times that is what, 10,000? And you can go buy that much crypto with tether dollars. You can then bring it back around and if you're smart enough to be able to get out of it, convert it back on another exchange. A lot of exchanges won't accept tether because they kind of believe this is flim flam and I do too. 
Well, based upon what you just talked about, the elasticity of that money, and right. there's no reason behind that just because they decide they want to do it. Right. So imagine this. Imagine the leverage. Imagine what you can do. And if you dig into the volume every day of Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, Ripple, Litecoin, on and on and on, 65% of the volume typically on a daily basis is driven by Tether dollars. Uh-oh. So that's exactly what's happening in the whole entire market. Right. Okay. So the market, uh, I think, is about to uh, probably come out from under it at the right time. What? What? Or I shouldn't say at the right time. At a time of somebody's choosing who can, who controls enough of whatever okay. tether is. Right. Oh, and that's the great question. Who? Who's doing this? All right. So then, so another chart. This was the chart of millennials and younger still living with their parents. And that was stunning. I mean, you know what that chart... It, it's to the... Especially after COVID. Yeah. You've had to move back in. So, Eddie, put yourself in, in their position. Here you are, back home, or else you never left home. You don't really have a great job. Maybe you're in this gig economy, mm-hmm. going back and forth. You're sure. kind of... I don't know about you, but I'd be desperate to get out. Right. And here, here's my shot. Uh, maybe I can make my fortune in Bitcoin. Maybe I can make easy money in GameStop. Maybe I can make easy money by going against uh, the hedge funds. And buy a house cash. Right. And then I'm not much of a social media guy, but I do enough where I was starting to see this term over and over again, incel. Yeah. Incel is? I've heard of it, yeah. Okay. It's involuntarily celibate. Basically, it's the geeks who think, I'm never going to get a girl. And the only shot I'm ever going to have of getting the girl is I need to make a bunch of money so that I'm attractive in that way. And I thought, this isn't just a mania driven by greed. This is a mania driven by desperation and greed. Yeah. Because nothing will make you lose your sense of reason faster than watching your neighbor get rich. And when they were hearing these stories... This guy just made a million dollars on GameStop. This and, they're, making, and they're not doing it. And I'm not doing it. I'm a loser. Right. And I'm sitting here. Oh, wait, I can buy Tether. Oh, wait, I can short this or I can go long that. I can I can get engaged in this game and I've got a shot. You're finding people who are incredibly insecure at this point. And I think that's probably leading to some social overtones as well and some real world uh, uh-huh. repercussions. Uh, we've seen the increase of... Uh, people who are using opioids, uh, meth. Uh, I was listening to the, you know, the scanners, fentanyl. They're doing everything they possibly can. Escapism has uh, sort of hit an all-time high, and we should probably talk about if there's 65% of tether that's really driving the cryptocurrency market. What that means, and when the bottom will fall out, and its social repercussions. Why don't we do that when we return right uh-huh. here in the Kiva with Greg Zanetti? Greg, your phone number is five zero five two five zero three seven five four. And Greg has promised to uh, talk about next week. We're going to get into uh, more of what's happening here locally with Virgin Galactic, right, okay. which I think uh, we're going to really, really get into. So maybe we'll do that early next week. Okay. A little bit more, especially with regard to GameStop, uh, the shorting, the pump and dumping that's going on. I forecasted that uh, Virgin Galactic would be belly up uh, by the end of February. It looks like I'm going to miss that. They just reported their earnings, and they uh, brought in a whole new slew of people to go ahead and uh, lead the helm as they're uh, running their team here on the state of New Mexico with little to no fanfare, zero achievement, and uh, a more shell game going on. 422-5600, 
two back and four, AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, and thanks for listening in Los Alamos. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. 
Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Looking like it. Well, we might get some of that rain that uh, has been forecast for the past couple of days tonight. And once the clouds start clearing, they say tomorrow is just going to be really nice, about 65 degrees, even better on Saturday. Right now, Los Alamos, welcome, 42 degrees, partly cloudy skies. There is 51 at the in Rio Rancho and 54 at the Rock of Talk. All right, it's really not great on I-40 westbound past course. That injury accident has cleared. You say, wait a minute, what's wrong with that? Right across the fence, somebody got in another accident. So now on the eastbound side, there's an accident. And that's just keeping that westbound trip saying, wow, look at that over there. Bumper to bumper all the way back to Carlisle. Rio Bravo, westbound. The worst of this is going to be Broadway to 2nd Street. And uh, that's just, just heavy traffic, no accidents, no stalls there. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern and Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe, while they are mar- market partner for Monate, that means modern nature hair and skin products. Great health line as well for Monate. And Salon Deluxe is your west side uh, outlet for Canyon Water. Alkaline water. It is the healthy water. It's what's going to keep you going and excited and feeling better about yourself and feeling better physically, Canyon Water, available at Salon Deluxe. To learn more about that, go to SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 427 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. Rock of Talk TV for Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Isn't that cool, Greg? We can see you right there. He's, he's on the TV. <laughs> there he is on fire. And he is on fire. He is Greg Zanetti. You can reach out directly to him directly at 250-3754. Go to my website, ZanettiFinancial.com. So we just uh, rifled through the last four crashes. I'm, I'm assuming this chapter here is about a crash that's coming. The 1925, uh, we had the uh, downturn of the uh, dot-com bust uh, back in 1999-2000, 2007-2008, and here comes number four right about now. And let me say something before we get into that, Greg, and I think that we're being insulated because we've artificially pumped uh, $6 trillion worth of money into the system. So, you know, we've got people who are shopping at Home Depot and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to make the the money for the rest of my life. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So this uh, upcoming crush or crash, uh, as it were, uh, when things crash, what happens? Well, it, first of all, I'm not sure it's imminent. The odd thing about mania is Eddie's, they can go on longer than you think. Yeah, and so, a lot of energy. Right. And Man, so, you just have to know people who suffer from mania, too. I mean, they've got a crazy energy. And again, this is kind of what I was trying to noodle through on the trip. Where are we in the mania? When did this really start? Mm-hmm. Is it a little older than I think? Or are we at the front edge, edge of this and... And I don't know. All I know is that each generation seems to have its lesson that it must learn. Yeah. And, again, I'll take you back to dot-com. Eddie, I was guilty of it. I mean, it, no, 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 dot-com's going to keep going up. All you old guys. Pets.com. Right. Don't you see the changes that are coming? Don't you visualize the future? Right. Yeah. Can't you? Well, the old guys were right. 
Right. What, what, what are the young people saying now? No, no, you don't see what's happening. You don't understand the breadth and the depth of Bitcoin and how it's getting. Well, actually, I kind of do. And there is merit to it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it goes straight up forever. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some washout in this thing. So, like, so how do we deal with this? If this uh, crash and this washout is imminent, and uh, that, by the way, that would be officially marked the first time to say that you don't know. You might remember back in September, right. I told you, I said, I can't see six months ahead of time, right. which would bring None us right it. to this uh, very right. day at that point. Well, I mean, generally I could. You know, you're, you're following models, you're following patterns, there's paradigms, there's shifts. I mean, you could actually, you know, see where the waves are coming and you could surf that. You know, now we're just dealing with the, you know, 100, wave, 100 foot waves that are about to drown us. And, you know, that wave might wash everything out. Right. So what are the rich guys doing? I don't know. I'm not rich. Here's here's what you can do to get a feel for it. Okay. Uh, Eddie, I'm going to make you, I don't know. I love this game. <laughs> I always make you something. Uh, let's put you on the board of directors yes. at Apple. Yes, that's where I need to be. Perfect. There we go. Are you allowed to buy, sell, and trade shares of Apple stock in your own personal account? And the answer is yes. All you have to do is report it. And so... Every quarter, insiders, and it's by definition, if you're an officer of the company, if you're a major shareholder, if you sit on the board, if you have some connection where it is assumed you have more knowledge than the general public, you're defined as an insider. Thus, you're required to quarterly write down the number of shares of your own stock that you bought or you sold. And everyone does it, Eddie, because nobody wants to be the next Martha Stewart. So, actually, you don't do it yourself. The, the company secretary <laughs> keeps track of it, and he or she will bring in those forms, and you'll sign them, and they're submitted to the SEC. Well, once they're submitted, it's public, and there are groups that go out and monitor insider buying and selling, sure. and they track it, and then they issue reports. We are seeing and have been seeing over the last eight, ten months, insider selling at levels we had not seen since, guess when? Prior to the housing crash in 2008 and prior to the 2000 dot-com bust 21 years ago. And what are they saying on their end? They're saying, well, the stock has gone way up. It's time to do a little profit-taking. Right. So that's, oh, all their, that's their justification. They always put the same thing. It's always the same thing. I want to diversify. Yeah. And it, <laughs> okay, got it. And, and that's all you need to put on the form. All right, so the other question is, what are you diversifying into? Mm. Well, let's just look at a few little stories from the last month. Uh, who is now the largest owner of farmland in the United yeah, States? Bill Gates. Right. Okay, well, let's think this through. Here you've got a guy who's Mr. Math, who reads, actually does read math books for fun. He's Mr. High Tech. He's out there talking about medicine and vaccines, you know, like he's a brain surgeon. And he's buying wheat, corn, soybeans, sweet potatoes. Wait, 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 wait. That's not your product. That's not what you do. Why are you going there? Well, I don't know. see what you and I are seeing. How many dollars are we printing? How many are, how are we going to print under this administration? What are we going to do to the value of the dollar? What's happening on that dollar index again? Wait a minute. What's happening... Maybe I need to be in things people must have. Now, let's go to another one. Guess who bought 62 tons of gold in the last four months of 2020? That was J.P. Morgan. 
No, no. not silver, but you're close. Okay. Our own central bank, the Federal Reserve. Okay. Think that one through. Wait a minute. Their product isn't gold. Their product is dollars. <laughs> and they tell us, oh, you don't need gold. Dollars as good as gold. Well, okay, you guys. Well, how come you're out there buying tons of it? it? Anyway, we'll leave it at that. Meanwhile, the silver story, and you just alluded to it. The largest owner of silver in the United States right now is J.P. Morgan. Think that one through. An investment bank. They don't need silver for solar panels or little dots and cell phones or for electric vehicles like Tesla needs a certain right. number of ounces of silver for every single car. That's not their product. And yet, what did they do during the COVID pandemic last March? Eddie, they left their short position completely. So that's, this ties kind of back to GameStop because people are beginning to figure out what a short position is. Wait a minute. You can make money when the price of something goes By betting goes against down. it, by playing the don't pass. Right. Well, for years, J.P. Morgan had a massive short position. And then suddenly, during the pandemic, when everything was dropping, and it's the perfect time to exit your short position. What did J.P. Morgan do? They exited their short position. Now they're on the opposite side. J.P. Morgan would really benefit quite a bit if the price of silver began to rise. All right, so why did they do that? What are they seeing? Why did they exit? You're getting the idea here of what's going on. Meanwhile, Goldman Sachs came out Monday of this week and said... Uh, we're starting to notice that there is significant activity going on in the commodities markets. And we think we're on the cusp of a great bull market in timber, lead, rare earth metals, lithium. I mean, anything you can't print. If you're looking for a common denominator in everything we just talked about, it's not that they're shares, they're ounces, they're tons, they're bushels, but not shares. See what I mean? Yep. Uh, this is where big money is moving while we're all focused on, oh, look at that GameStop story. Oh, wait, what's going on with Bitcoin? Meanwhile, the big money's exiting stocks. And they're going somewhere else. And again, so why is the stock market still up the way that it is? Well, we're printing trillions. Okay. We're about to print a, another trillions about ready to get pushed out in liquidity through the banking system from the Federal mm -hmm. Reserve. So when you said... So all that money is going to essentially sure. probably go back to those commodities. Yeah. Or, or They're going to yank it out and, and diversify. Sure, and into stocks. I mean, this is why we have so distorted the economy via these quantitative easing and money printing right. measures where the money has flowed disproportionately to the financial right, sector right. versus Main Street. Yeah. We've watched the... So we're suffering here, or Main Street is suffering, and restaurants and small business, right. and everybody's suffering, and somehow... You know, these big corporations and the rich guys are yes. figuring out a way to soak it up immediately. Right. So, so we're down here fighting like crazy amongst ourselves, and the wealth is being sucked up. Sucked up. Well, okay. So do they need us? <laughs> well, eventually they will. But for right now, no. We're, uh, I mean, the term And they is... just say, wave a, mag a magic wand and a bushel an ounce, a pound of this, uh, you know, and drive the market and, and trade money and exchange uh, amongst each other? Well, I think what they're pushing for, and you've, you've heard this, is yeah. the global currency reset, the reset, the financial reset. For all your listeners out there who haven't heard this term, all you really need to do is Google or DuckDuckGo, however you want to do it, uh, 
currency reset, global currency reset, financial reset. Just make sure you get something financy in there with the word reset. It'll populate. You're going to say, oh, my goodness. What they want to move to is a more global currency system Mm -hmm. that is more digital, Mm -hmm. that has more control over us. And that means old systems have to be erased. And you look at the behavior of our politicians, Eddie. What, are the Republicans standing up against all this spending? This yeah, no, zero. They wave the white flag. Yeah, they're like, we're in. Right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever we need to do. Sure. I mean... And, and the newspapers are writing it as if they don't know what they're doing or they don't have a choice in actually doing it. We've talked about that digital currency, the money that's right. coming through. Uh, your routing and checking account number directly connected to your credit card number, directly connected to your social security number, now directed to your social account, yeah, sure. and of course your phone, uh, your uh, IP address, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's all connected right now. It's the value that you are is, I think, largely determined upon your ability to connect with that world. You are no right. longer able to sort of just take what you have and go and do what you want with it. You've got to be connected in order to get more. Right. And what did Janet Yellen talk about earlier this week? The digital currency that they want to move the U.S. government toward. Well, okay. We've talked about this before. She is just fine. I've managed she's been on board for a long time, but now she's being openly public about this thing. Okay. We see their plans. This is what they want to do. They move to, want to move to this cashless society. And so... The wealthy see this coming. Right. So how do you not become roadkill during this process of transition? Again, go back to the theme. They're leaving papery assets. Think bonds. Think stocks. Think annuities. Think, you know, cash. And they're moving to hard assets. At least what we can see publicly. Okay. Got it. Meanwhile... We're all still focused over here in the paper world. The stock market's hitting all-time highs. I think something big is going on. And there's a mania among millennials and incels, remember, involuntary (laughs) celibates, to try over on the wrong side of the page. They should probably be looking over where the rich guys are going. Mm -hmm. But that's not how manias work. So those were a lot of the variables that went into my decision to make some significant changes during the past week. For your clients. For my clients. And I think they have largely benefited uh, from that because the rich guys are moving into staples and things that you can actually touch, feel, weigh, and right. see as opposed to these intangible assets. We'll talk about the unraveling when we return. <laughs> I'm trying to get Greg, uh, Mr. Zanetti, on to what happens when the crash happens. I'll do that next. Put it in more practical terms, I think, for a lot of people because... They want to know, hey, what's going to go on and what's going on and what should they do? Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. 
Great news! Anne Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Anne Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Anne Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. But not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out, don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. All right, it is time we put things together and we're going to start with the weather. It uh, looks like the clouds probably going to bring some rain tonight, but once they clear out, look at that clear sky tomorrow, 65 degrees they're anticipating. Right now in Taylor Ranch is 51, 42 with partly cloudy skies in Tijeras.
and 53 at the Rock of Talk. I'm really so sad to talk about this I-40. We told you, on the westbound side, at about uh, 3.30 this afternoon, an accident happened. They finally cleared that at 10 after 4. Cross the fence. Another accident happened at 10 after 4. They cleared that just now, six minutes ago. A third accident, same spot on the westbound side. Westbound I-40 past Coors Road, another accident. And this has got traffic backed up all the way to Carlisle. The only reason I'm making a big deal out of this is as things open up, make sure you stick to your lane and just try and get beyond whatever uh, stuff was in the roadway and all the police activity there. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunnyside Up. They are open, and when the sun comes up, you're going to see the patio tables inside are open as well. Uh, Earlier this week, I had that pineapple coconut pancake with that wonderful vanilla cream icing. Oh, that was good. But today, you know what? I went and I had avocado toast. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is going to be the thing I get every time. It's like guacamole on toast. It's great. Sunny side up. If you'd like to see more, go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 446, quite the switch there, Rudy. Yeah. He's going to be able to go to the uh, male green sauce, too. Rudy's a millennial now. Avocado toast. Way to go, man. Avocado toast, that uh, generally runs $10 to $12. It was. Right? I mean, uh, that's generally what... And, and, you know, the avocados are... They're expensive. But I will do bagels and locks all day long. That's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, just something I enjoy. Uh, we've got Greg Zanetti. Greg, how can people reach you? <laughs> just go to ZanettiFinancial.com or 250-3754. Uh, he is not the avocado toast of oh, God. Uh, rice, rice, rice Krispies. Yeah, rice Krispies <laughs> treats. One box, and all of a sudden you made three pans. Uh, <laughs> Look full at of butter cinnamon and, uh, Cheerios. Uh, you're ready to go. Um, so, we have talked about the inevitability of this crash that's coming. Before we do that, I want to read a number of text messages that have come through uh, during this time. Uh, most of them good. Uh, all of them uh, very insightful. Uh, we did state that we would cover Virgin Galactic and the pumping yeah. up going on down south. Uh, Greg is going to get uh, more into that. Next so week. excited about that. Uh, MLG, Eddie, was speaking on KOB right before you got on. I was hoping you would tell us what she was doing wrong. Are you going to cover it? Uh, sure. We, what don't we cover? Seriously. And and uh, Tether's U.S. dollar peg is no longer credible. This coming from um, a write-up back in 2019. Uh, write about banking, right. finance, and economics. USDT is the foremost stable coin in the crypto world. Pegged one for one to the dollar, it is widely used as a vehicle for getting dollars in and out of crypto exchanges. Crypto enthusiasts will tell you that the holding the USDT Tethers is the same as holding dollars, but now Tether, the issuer of USDT, has now admitted that Tethers are not 100% backed by actual dollars. Right. The peg is no longer credible, and Tether itself has morphed into something all too familiar, uh, another scheme. Yep. Uh, let's see. Al says, uh, what, what are rich guys doing? They're listening to Greg Zanetti on Kiva. <laughs> but, but yeah, of, sure. He, and he says, but of course. Uh, Excuse me, do you happen to have any great coupon? <laughs> so uh, let's see. <laughs> Mr. Zanetti, what happens when the gold to silver ratio goes to the traditional historical level of 15 to 20 to 1, gold to silver? Oh, we should talk about silver, but God, we could do a whole show on silver right now. It's pretty exciting what's going on there. Tethers, reserves, has always been a hot-button issue across the digital currency space. It is often called into question actually backed by those U.S. dollars. 
At the moment, there are 24.2 billion USDT in circulation, and 55% of all USDT in circulation, I guess, is going into Bitcoin. Yeah, again, two-thirds wow. of the volume in Bitcoin is You said 55%, is that right? That's crazy. That's the number. All right, so, all right, the, so crash the crash is, comes. Crashing is, we're, we're going to crash. Here we are. Yeah, I, actually, it's a process. It's not always a day. Historians like choosing days. Are we in the middle of that process? Yeah, well, the signs would tell you. Is crime rising? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, <laughs> he just rolls his eyes. It's Come a, on, it's said Eddie. Most rhetorical question. <laughs> you know, like, you ask a classroom that, and they're like, yes, it is. About civil unrest. The, the, yes. Yeah, right. Breakdowns of families, rise in alcoholism, yes. Uh, yes. rise in drug use. Yes. All of these are signs that this is underway. Meanwhile, the stock market is up. I mean, again, the disconnect between real life. And so, Eddie, what is the, what happens is these just become more extreme as the economic situation deteriorates. Sure. You mean and, the swings or the impact of these uh, social sit, uh, situations? Sure, because what happens inside somebody's house when the price of ground beef goes up 50% and, and something you just can't afford? No more burgers, and pretty soon no more burgers means you can't eat, and now you're stressed, and right. you know, you're threatening suicide. Right, and what happens when you know, you're just not making enough money to pay the bills and the tension is high? What happens with violence inside the house? Right. It goes up. And all of this hits more extremes as, as economies deteriorate. And, of course, COVID, and it wasn't even COVID, it was the policy reactions to COVID. Yes, what that, we chose to do. Correct. And so, all right, so here we are. Meanwhile, will government ever admit mistakes and say, oh, maybe we should reverse course? Of course not. No. No, they'll change the story and say, oh, yeah, it was always leading us there, and then they'll try to get ahead of it two to three weeks uh, later on because they're already putting out the information. Right. And, and then they'll also double down on the controls. Well, here, here's our solution. This is what we're going to do. And the more they clamp down, the more controls they put, the more taxation, the more programs, the more regulation, the more the things they feel they must do to do something, the worse the situation is going to get. And so then we then have a choice to make. How do we as the citizens respond? Well, one way is violence. I mean, that's pretty typical across the board. I mean, you'll see riots. You'll see civil unrest. You'll that works see... exactly zero time. Exactly. And so what's the more effective way? Actually, the more effective way is civil disobedience. Do what you want to do. Put your head down. Ignore everybody else. Right. Mind your, mind your business. Mind your, and there are several ways to do it, but civil disobedience, by definition, is nonviolent. Mm -hmm. It's active, though. Yeah. It's active, but nonviolent. So, uh, I mean, the great examples of this, you know, of course, the, the women's suffragette movement. Right. They got the right to vote. Did they ever riot in the streets? Right. Not that I saw. Uh, of course, you know, Rosa Parks, the Civil Rights Movement. Most of that was very, very calm and peaceful. All right, trivia question. Sure. Who were the first, what is the first recorded instance of civil disobedience in history that we have in, in written record? I don't know, the Tea Party? I mean, the... the no, no, way, way back. Oh, wow. I'm going to take you back thousands of years to Egypt. Oh, okay. It's, Three Egyptian women are the first recorded act of civil disobedience. So what happened? The Hebrews had moved into into Egypt. Oh, first, they like, were very this small. This is Aida. This is a famous opera this you're is... talking about. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, I didn't All know right. this. The, the minority population grows. It starts to become powerful. And the pharaoh 
control and death. That's always what happens in these situations. This is an edict. You're going to kill. It was to the midwives. You're supposed to kill all the little babies that are born. We all know the story. And so what happened? The midwives refused. And the, the story is great. The uh, Pharaoh calls in two midwives and says, Why haven't you killed the babies? And these two women say, Oh, that they're not like Egyptian women. They're like animals. They just pop them out and they, they, they deliver before we can even get there. Well, the story is ridiculous. It's ludicrous. What they were really doing was they were defying Pharaoh. They were devi- defying the power of the law to kill them all. And they were actually answering to a higher moral law. Then, we all know the story that this is where Moses you know, <laughs> appears on the scene. He hasn't been killed in childbirth by a midwife. And he's put into the river. He's floating down the river. Who, who ends up with Moses? Pharaoh's daughter. An Egyptian woman. What does she do? She scoops him up and takes him home. I mean, imagine this. Hey, Dad, look what I found. I mean, this would be like if Hitler had a daughter and she found a little Jewish kid in the woods, brings him home and says, guess what? (laughs) We're raising a little Jewish baby in the household. This is what this, this woman does. Civil disobedience inside her own family. Imagine, Pharaoh had the power to kill all of them, and yet he doesn't, because they all answer to a higher authority. This is the first, and it's all women, and it's all women inside the power structure. So let's think about this in terms of New Mexico. Uh It would be very natural for Republicans, conservatives, to say, I'm going to do civil disobedience, I'm going to stop obeying all the laws, I'm I'm going to quietly just go about my life. Everybody expects that. What if what if the Democrats do it? What if the Democrats say no? No more of this. I see what's happening inside my household. I see the alcoholism. I see sure. this family member committed suicide. I see the, the wealth transfer leaving these small businesses everywhere and moving up to Walmart and Home Depot and Lowe's and or Target. In, or entirely moving out as well. Right. I see what it's doing to my kids where we have totally broken them of, of self-reliance where they're now dependent on government for all things. And it's like, what have we done to them psychologically? I see that all of this is bad and these edicts are coming down from within. Basically, it's a Democrat power structure. I'm going to behave like those Egyptian women. I expect that the Hebrews would be upset, but I'm going to stand up to a higher moral code, a higher moral authority, a higher moral law. And I don't need to be violent, but I don't need to obey and I don't need to give consent. Now you get your real change from within. Now we start to find the common ground that we don't have right now because each side hates the other and we've all been trained up to, oh, you're evil because you're on, you've got a D by your name. No, you're evil because you're a Trump guy. No, 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 no. This transcends all of that. This is the better path ahead as all of this plays out. And the general theme of it isn't that there's some great leader out there leading the cause. It's us. So we've got all these people saying, well, this is going to happen. These people are going to do it. We're going to lead the uprising. No, they're not. We're going to do it. It's going to be us from the bottom up. We are the ones who it's going to fall to. And you probably don't even know these three Egyptian women's names. I don't. 
One's name is Pua. I had to look it up. Mm. Another one was Shira. And the third one, the Pharaoh's daughter, this is classic. Her name was Bitya. B-I-T-Y-A-H. For all you Hebrew scholars out there, it's very close to Batya, which means daughter of God. Think about that. The daughter of God raised Moses <laughs> inside Pharaoh's household. <laughs> you got to wonder, <laughs> there's more to history than what you think. This is the kind of movement, though, that you want to foster here. You don't want blood spilled. But government will be encouraging that because it will, it will well, tighten their grip on, on fire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, power, if right. they can go ahead and increase regulations and those repercussions come by way of, hey, that is illegal or you're not supposed to be doing that, or as in the case of what they're doing on uh, January 6th is, they're calling it an insurrection, and yet you don't have... Well, one black person died on January right. 6th. Uh, you don't have uh, one one Biden supporter who died. Right. Uh, you had nothing but Trump supporters who died, and only one person was uh, actively uh, killed. Uh, and yet they're saying, you know, if, if you were to just kind of glean the top of the hour news or looking at uh, the way that they've written about it, they've written about it like it's a massacre. Again, going back to... Uh, 1903, or excuse, yeah, 1903, back in um, in in Russia at that time, the Soviet Union. I mean, that's what it be, it, in order to become the Soviet Union, or Prussia, I should say, becoming the Soviet Union. That's what it needed to do is to go ahead and amplify one small event, right, and turn it over and over again as much as possible in the uh, in the uh, public's uh, awareness. Eddie, some guy yesterday talked about the bombing that day. Everybody said, "What? What? Bomb? What are you talking about?" Right. Let's see how the story is changing, all in an effort to consolidate government power. Because it is the natural reaction to those in power as this happens, is you, ha you must clamp down. So part of this crash that's coming down, people will feel as if that they're not getting a reaction. There won't be a significant uh, news event. It will all sort of be happening underneath everything else uh, because it's not going to be reported upon. So yeah. this is going to be neighbor uh, to neighbor talking to one another, saying That's that, you right. know, we are not happy with the current situation. What can we possibly do? Right. And then they'll start to organize. And how are they going to organize? Well, they don't have social media anymore. Right. <laughs> uh, conservatives don't. Radio, uh, baby. You know, I mean, it's probably going to end up being radio. Right. At the end of the day. This is how the Irish did it. This is how the Irish stood up against the English. They had no power. They had no army. They had no guns. And you can't even name the Irish leaders who led the quiet rebellion against Great Britain as they wanted their independence. That's but so as cool, a, by the way. As a people, yeah. they just stopped. And they went to jail for a few days. They did. And they just then went back to it. But it, it was... It, that's how it's done. You know, there's an old saying, uh, if the leader is good, the people will say, the leader did it. If the leader is great, the people will say, we did it ourselves. That's what we're... That's our goal. We're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. And as long as we're I thinking like that. that way, we'll be just fine. And New Mexico has a history of this. We're very good at this. Uh, we're good at vecinos, neighbors, mm -hmm. coming together. So I'm very hopeful about our future. That's yes, good. I know that we're going to go through trial, but New Mexicans are good at trial. And so, anyway, that's all I've got for you today. Well, I think it's a lot. And uh, as always, we appreciate your insight, what you're doing, and uh, how you're helping people. Uh, let me just ask if you don't mind a point about business, and I know you've traveled in and out of the country. Um, how have your clients been responding to you as of late as you're 
sort of helping them, uh, as they might think, hop along uh, during this time. Uh, their president has been removed. Uh, they are not happy with the outcome of the election, uh, yet they still have to go ahead and continue to go to sleep, wake up, raise a family, pay bills, live a life. Um, tell me about you know your day-to-day sort of exchange uh, with some of your uh, clients. I have the best clients. Uh, they, they're, I hate to use the term woke, but they're woke in a good way. They yeah. see what's going on. And they're not in denial, they're not in anger, they're not in bargaining phases, they're not in depressions, they're at the acceptance phase. Okay, what are we going to do? We see what's coming clearly. What shall we then do? Does anybody panic? No. No. I get that. That's why I feel. I don't think that we feel panic. Right. Time. I've been talking to our advertisers. We haven't lost a one, not right. one advertiser during this entire COVID. You know, we've worked through them. We listened to them. We understood where they were going, what was what they were up against. You see these new ridiculous uh, edicts now, color codes, which we're going about to talk about in the second hour. And it's uh, absolutely incredible to me that we have been able to put up with as much as they have thrown at us. And I think people are tired. Uh, they are never going to shut their businesses down again. They're never going to let you shut their schools right. down again. Right. They're never going to let you do this a second time. There's that's we know is not going to happen. Because. Right. Like mind, you know, like minds attract. Right. So I can see why your advertisers. It's, it's why I advertise with you. I, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, and all these others. That's why we stick with because we, we we get it. Anyway. Yeah. Good stuff. All, all right. right, my friend. Uh, Greg, uh, Virgin Galactic next time around. Virgin Galactic next all right. round. Right. We got to talk dive. about that when we return. Uh, we're not going to do the top of the hour Fox News because we have the satellite uh, that's being fixed. Our engineer is here, so he's going to be handling that. We'll go out to Nabucco's chorus of the Hebrew slaves. Right here in the Kiva on AM 600K, via abq.fm and rockoftalk.com. Believe it or not, way back in the day in the mid-90s, I performed this with uh, Opera Southwest. It's uh, beautiful. Uh, take wow. a listen. Va Pansia Road. Take a listen.
1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 in our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Monroe's. 
right, time that we put things together for our second hour. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. As we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. The clouds we see will bring some rain, they tell us tonight, particularly in the foothills. And then once they go away, look at that, 65 degrees by weekend time. Right now, Santa Fe, good to have you with us. 41 degrees with a partly cloudy sky there, mostly cloudy in Los Alamos with 38 degrees in Rio Rancho. It's 49 and 52 here at the Rock of Talk. Still dealing that third accident. This is uh, moving over to the right shoulder on I-40 westbound right past Coors Boulevard. But still, it is a very slow drive all the way back to Carlisle. A lot of people are bailing along the way. Rio Grande, avoid it because it is under 5 miles an hour. Basically, I-25 south to central and then central through the country club is just locked up pretty tight. Again, under 10 miles an hour. Looking in the South Valley, things are good. I-25 southbound, leaving the airport all the way around the Isleta Curve. In fact, you're going to find Rio Bravo has loosened up as well, so that's not a bad trip as you try and cut across into the South Valley that way. All right, Amazing Grace brings us this personal traffic report, and uh, they are personal care services for our mom and dad. You know when mom and dad need the help, you want to depend on people like this, people that are going to take care of them, meal preparation, mobile assistance, household services, they are a great asset to the family. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, accepting insurance as well as pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com and rockoftalk.tv. You can find us on the Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple Plus. Now you can find us on 1490 AM KRSN Los Alamos and 107.1 Los Alamos and Santa Fe. D-Dowd Moscow or two, how are you? Well, you know, every time uh, the general comes by, my, my brain hurts after an hour. You know, I have so much to process. It's, uh, it's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a deep guy, the general, and we, we love it when he comes by. Are you sure it's not because of the, uh, the deepness of this uh, COVID-19 response? We went into turquoise yesterday. We did. Uh, Puce is another color that certainly could be out there. I think you had some, uh, I think there's burnt sienna. I never liked that one. It wasn't smoky really sure. teal. Smoky teal. Yeah, uh, smoky teal. Is that, is that the same? <laughs> no, that can't be the same one. But uh, all Perry the different Winkle, colors that are, uh, that, that are coming in. Uh, she had a health update uh, that was happening, and that health update, I'm not sure what she's doing. After uh, getting bloodied and bandied about uh, during the last week for the very first time in the entire year, uh, that's not bad. Only uh, 4% of her, or 2% of her entire news coverage has actually been negative, uh, and that has been last week, if you really think about it. Yeah, she has yeah. been reaffirmed, lauded, praised. Oh, you say 2% or 0.2%? 2%. Okay. Yeah, it feels like uh, 0.001% uh, the way that she has uh, been treated. But uh, what did we learn in the uh, health update? What did she give us? Anything new? It's news to me. I was live blogging the show. <laughs> I wish I could have listened to her. But oh. Actually, I don't wish that. I don't wish that. I, okay. yeah, you know, I'm at a point where I just can't I can't do it anymore, Eddie. I just okay. I can't, you know? Gonna, out. Do you think everybody else has checked out at this point? Well, you said it months and months and months ago. Um, the typical reaction from the typical New Mexican at this point is, what does this chick want from me now? <laughs> and I think, I think people are tuning out. I mean, I, I, um, I was at a restaurant, Rudy, a uh, former advertiser, but maybe uh, coming up again to be advertising. Let's just leave it at that. I had a gentleman come up to me at my booth. I was sitting down for the first time in months. And he said, You're, you, you work with that Eddie Aragon, don't you? 
And uh, we had a long conversation, and he was out having a good life. I was out having a good life. It was almost like a little bit of normality came back. So I think she probably took a victory lap today. Um, I will I will read the transcript, um, but I couldn't do it live. I just I just couldn't. Yeah, I think it's a bit too much. I think most people have uh, gotten to this point where they're just tired. Um, I was too busy reading, reading the this uh, Virgin Galactic's release today. So we can, yeah, if we have time, we can get into that. that. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, Greg has oh, promised to uh, yeah. get up to speed as he's recovering from that. And I know that they had their uh, fourth quarter releases. And how are they spinning this? Uh, yeah. They've lost a considerable amount of money. Uh, no success uh, getting up into the air. But uh, those financials, what does it look like? Well, it's interesting because... I. The financials, obviously, those those uh, Geektron uh, uh, Wall Street guys are, of course, fascinated by that. I was fascinated by the announcement, ladies and gentlemen, that they are delaying the next test flight. Remember the test flight that occurred a few days after Christmas 2020? Uh, and then uh, they, it was rescheduled for February, I think, 12th or 13th. They're now delaying their next test flight from Spaceport America until May. And they've changed the framework on commercial service. They used to say, oh, commercial service is beginning in 2021. Now they've said uh, commercial service is going to begin in 2022. So, I don't know, are we entering our third decade? I mean, we were in the Audis when they were supposed to be flying. Then 2010 to 2020. We're now a couple years into the 2020s. And we're still waiting for the uh, the $220 million investment to pay off. And no pushback. I imagine any of the, the pushback that's getting is... It certainly isn't going to be coming. Oh, yeah, I, it's only right. going to be coming from anybody in the media. Uh, let me check Rebecca Dow's Twitter feed right yeah. now. Let's see. Yeah, good. Good yeah, to lamenting know. Lamenting the fact that it's not there, and oh well, we need to get this money that it would like to come in. Somebody actually sent me the update. We've got Doctor Scrace drinking a cup of coffee. Uh, by the way, going back to the COVID nineteen update, we'll get to that. But let's delve uh, into this real heavy tomorrow uh, because I think we need to understand. This is your $250 million-plus investment, ladies and gentlemen, and they're delaying until uh, May, and the latest of what we're actually also seeing, really interesting, is that uh, they're not going to be able to launch from Cornwall. In fact, uh, Virgin Galactic, uh, running the old switcheroo, they wanted to try and uh, run the uh, Galactic uh, Space Tourism flights from Cornwall, and Britain isn't having it at all. Yeah, they're like, yeah. yeah, go do it with those idiots out in New Mexico. Yeah, and they also had a uh, big, uh, before the Khashoggi murder, they were really getting in bed with the Arabs and Saudis about having a spaceport out there, and I guess Branson's backing away from that. But the bottom line is, this is a, a big carrier plane that picks up a rocket ship. It can take off from an airport with a long enough runway. It doesn't have to happen in New Mexico. So it can happen anywhere. Uh, just a uh, Rebecca Dow update, ladies and gentlemen. She has not mentioned anything about Virgin Galactic, although she has, uh, this was yesterday, retweeted Shelley Rabando's tweet that The Bachelorette could be filming in New Mexico oh, there we next go. month. Whoa. Okay, There we are. Hard-hitting stuff. Wonder, who's going to be The Bachelor? Wow. You know? Oh, is that the, that's the reverse, right? That's you have one woman who's trying... Yeah. That's not going to be good. Are they going to pick somebody from New Mexico? <laughs> I, I can't show you the face that uh, did. Ladies, I'm still available. Yeah, you're still available. Even, even, this, even in this shallow pool here. If you want to walk around in Corrales in the morning and feed dogs. Have you ever seen the Albuquerque the Magazine singles? Hot singles magazine? No. Oh, it's right there. It's, uh, put it right out there. Oh, okay. uh, there's, there's never more than seven or eight. It's just... It's just a sad display of the uh, talent that is available here locally. No, young people leave. You can't blame them for leaving a state where there's not a lot of economic opportunity outside of government jobs, you know. Succinctly put. All right, here's the COVID-19 update. Here's the open. Michelle Lujan uh, Grisham, Dr. Scrace. They all join her at one time as well as the Department of Health Director. Let's just listen to the first uh, few minutes of this 
because that's about all you can tolerate anyway and see which way that it went. We'll notice the tone. I'll give my commentary, and uh, here you go. Ah, it required a, it required an extra effort to get uh, unmuted. Sorry about that, everyone. Oh, she's, nice she's to see everyone uh, via Zoom. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, hello, New Mexico. Uh, I feel like today is uh, another really bright spot for <laughs> our progress as we are uh, managing COVID and continuing to win against... She, so, she seems sort of confused about this messaging. As if this isn't what she has been has been communicating for the previous look. This is another win. We've been telling you all along another big win here for the state of New Mexico. Like, like oh wow, we came into this uh, wonderful lottery. The spread of this deadly virus. We've got a lot to get through today because we are out. That is a terror. You can always tell a lot. I'm not kidding. By someone's coffee cup. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, you always can. I mean, they, how long they've been using it, drinking it, whether or not they wash it. Uh, if, if they think of themselves as sort of quirky, it has more to do with what they think of themselves. You might remember Office Space, uh, of course, but here's Dr. Scrace's uh, really horrible-looking coffee, coffee cup. The oh, they're all drinking. The Department of Health, and of Tracy Collins, also right drinking uh, from her water bottle. Uh, Dr. Collins, uh, about vaccines and modeling updates. Jeez, uh, they need open like salon for Collins. of the hour That's from uh, Dr. Scrace. So with that, uh, Nora, why don't we go ahead and uh, start with our slides. Now, the ASL interpreters, do they always, are they required to make those insane faces all the time as they do you know they get animated have don't you they? noticed that have you noticed the interpreter there <laughs> yes. for uh, uh jen saki uh, i mean the the movements with the face i don't know if that helps things or i'd be interested i'd love to go take a class or two and learn a little bit about the uh, asl interpreter um <laughs> cause I, I can't help sorry uh we have yet to actually cover the COVID 19 let's go here's here's the graphs I can't wait for them to talk about turquoise. Okay, so actually, I need to do this to see the slide. All right, so we now have the vast majority of counties in New Mexico, as you can see on this map, uh, that are in the yellow level. Uh, 19 counties, uh, which is incredible progress. We also have six counties, now the green level. And of course, you can see those for yourself, but uh, in case folks can't see all these slides, it's Debaca, Los Alamos, uh, Mora, Quay, Taos, and Torrance counties. These uh, might, this might be the very first time she's ever mentioned uh, counties. Mm -hmm, did, it, did that sound awkward to yeah, you? Yeah. She's actually calling out the counties. This is interesting. So this is incredible. And this incredible. may be a little bit new, and we're going to talk about that today. We have uh, four counties, uh, Catherine, Harding, Sierra, and Union, that mm. are all in turquoise. And I like mm. to refer to this as sort of green plus, which really shows that we are, as a state, again, managing COVID. Now, every county, this is incredible, even though we still have four that counties incredible word red, is incredible. Uh, we are, as a state, trending in the right directions. That's clear by this map. Um, and uh, uh, we now have everywhere in the state, we have a positivity rate that is below 10. This is incredible progress. Incredible. Uh, and hey, I just want to let you know, that's great. That's really great. You know how great that is? It's really great. Well, MLG is incredible in the really sense great. that she's not credible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Yes. Uh, In-credible. Uh, 
looking at that, it might be the first time she's also used an exclamation mark uh, to convey some level of emotion on her slide. Continued progress, New Mexico. Here's what you finally achieved. Uh, we have a lot to be proud of. We still oh, have work proud. to do. And work. in fact, we're going to keep doing that. All right, next slide. We need to get the word cloud going on this thing. Incredible. Big, bold letters. Uh, giant. Basic update for today. Uh, <laughs> these are uh, so much better to be talking about as uh. a state instead of the thousands. Uh, today, we had 299 new cases. Now, that brings us to a total of 184,080 cases <laughs> statewide. Uh, you can see that uh, the number of New Mexicans we're losing still remains, you know, uh, uh, higher, particularly if you look at that as a percentage of the... She's not even talking about the deaths anymore. She's not even talking about... Well, well it's just a higher number. Uh, we've lost some people. Happy you know? days not, are not, here not, again. Not, not a bad idea. Uh, 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 incredible. Uh, uh, 3641 divided by, what did she say, 180... Four four thousand. Yeah, eighty two. I think that's what it was. Three six four one divided by. Uh, let's see where, where she was. Two hundred and ninety nine cases. Uh, you know, Doctor's Grace, I think, has done an important uh, point oh one. Uh, so one point nine percent. Working rate. on public team. health and this public health. There we go. More team stuff. Point one point nine percent. Emergency in New Mexico um, are, in fact, some of the leading um, experts in the country, and we're very lucky to have them here. But you know, there's a lag between cases, hospitalizations, uh, and then what um, we have to report, which is the number of people that we lose. Uh, it's still um, too many. Uh, grim milestone. We're at three thousand six hundred and seventy-one, as most New Mexicans know. It's more than five hundred thousand across the country, and. Uh, um, 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 it's uh, um, uh, uh, a terrible um, milestone. Um, and to all those families who are grieving, you have our support and condolences. There we go. Um, uh, in hospitalizations, we're continuing to see the right kind of trend. 245 current COVID hospitalizations. Uh, 54 on ventilators. Uh, that, for me, I always look at those comparisons day-to-day, week-to-week. Um, uh, that's a, a little high, uh, higher than I would certainly like it. But again, we're, we're trending in the right directions, which means saving lives, keeping people from getting infections. You can see now that we have administered 520,029 doses. Uh, I'm um, sure that Dr. Collins will do this again. It's an invitation, Dr. Collins. Uh, at least one source uh, has New Mexico. Um, I think Beaker Hospitals that we're at number one in the nation today. Oh, uh, and we're, we're, if there's any time to make news, number of vaccinations administered as a proportion of the population. Let's make sure we don't miss that. Let's mm-hmm. give credit where credit is due. The good followers of the state of New Mexico yeah. have followed the bouncing ball. They have done what the Democratic National Committee has asked them to do. They've been able to uh, successfully oust uh, Donald Trump, and there's been no signs of voter fraud. And uh, COVID was never political, by the way. Just want to let you know, we've been cheering you on, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're all united in this together. Let's keep listen to it again. doing, uh, uh, I believe, incredible uh, work getting New Mexicans vaccinated and uh, taking this as seriously as you are. Quite frankly, this is the other side of a two-part equation. All the public health measures that we do and, you know, restraining from gatherings and going to many places and getting vaccines. These are the areas that we are successfully deploying, and this is why we're doing as well as we are. Next slide. All right, so I've talked about this. Um, We are on the road to recovery. This is exactly where we deserve to be.
Can somebody ask her the question about how we got to this point about actually segmenting out turquoise, why it was necessary? I doubt there was any questions at the very end actually talking about that. What was the need? What drove? What what made you come up with a fourth level? I think that's a very easy, low-hanging fruit type of question. Given our hard work, and it's where we need to be to get as close to normal as you can uh, pre-COVID. And we've talked about this at every uh, conference and press conference, and I appreciate your patience, but it is one of those important points. Uh, this virus won't disappear. It's prevalence. Can all right, I think we're, we're all bored with it at this point. Uh, the, doing, the eyes have rolled back. Uh, I realize that uh, there's nothing here at all. It's the same cliches over and over again. On the scene. Grim milestone. For us to get to this green plus turquoise level and to be doing as well. She's selling it. She's really, this is the end of the conference, by the way. Thank you, Governor and Secretaries. Next, I'll go to uh, Matthew Reichbach. Oh. There we go. My leftist question. Oh, look at uh, the uh, nice Zia cup. For Hi, Governor and Secretaries. Uh, thanks for doing this. Um, I've got a couple questions about vaccines. Um, how many doses would need to be administered before the state moves on to the next subphase of uh, essential workers? And also, has the state received any information from the federal government on doses that are administered by IHS and other uh, federal entities? I know that those aren't included in our numbers. Um, but they're included in the overall numbers on CDC's website. And um, and kind of related to that, does New Mexico know how many people have gotten doses in other states? Like, I know some folks have headed to Texas. Thanks. Um, I'm going to go to Dr. Collins for most of that. And I, I wanted... Uh, I I've been very clear and assertive in both the Trump administration and the new administration. Oh, oh, you know it's coming. That they've got to oh. give us... Oh, yeah, we can't. Um, we got to get that in. No, do you remember? We were actually run during this entire time by another administration, and Matthew Reichbach is like getting his getting his giant lips. Thank out you for doing this. Thank, thank you. you for talking thank to you. the press. Thank you. For, okay. Thank you, Governor. Thank you, Governor. To get their arms around, we did. Uh, I'm proud of the work we've done, but it wasn't easy. Uh, to mm. get everyone who just got a, a delivery from the federal government uh, to stay on the same page. So I'm not sure we have that information, but I'm going to go to Dr. Collins for your vaccine questions. Thank you, Governor. So I will say that we are really getting closer with the 75 and older. Um, as we look to focus on them with the things I mentioned in my presentation, we're definitely getting closer and you can see from our dashboard. Yeah, well, we're we're going to end that there. No reason to uh, continue on anymore. And uh, all the softball questions uh, coming from the liberal media right here. 528, back and four, AM 600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Uh, when we return, what do we got on the uh, slate, Dowd? Oh, it's a fun day. Oh, it is a fun day. <laughs> We're going to be talking about UFOs. We're going to be talking yeah. about Deb Holland and what people in Alaska think about her. We're going to be uh -huh. killing a bill. And I did send you a video of Rand Paul. I don't know if you had time to look at it. It is really interesting. All right. We'll get into all of that. Uh, don't forget, you're listening to us also on 1490 KRSN in Los Alamos. 107.1 Los Alamos in Santa Fe. And thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in here this afternoon. Don't forget, you can find us on Roku, Amazon, Fire, as well as Apple TV. Thanks for listening to AM 600 rockoftalk.com. We'll, we'll touch upon those UFOs, maybe have a little bit more of a lighthearted conversation every time.
The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs two large blinded studies confirmed the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192 MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192 have you noticed a lot more people are asking you for your recommendation? What's the best place to get a cake for breakfast and brunch? Tacos, retail, tell them, theplaceilike.com. It has it all, eateries, retail, services, entertainment, theplaceilike.com. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and Superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. A tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. 
Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. The clouds out there will bring us some rain, mainly in the foothills tonight. But once they clear out, look at the clear skies tomorrow and feel the 65 degrees that's on the way. Right now in Corrales, 49 degrees. Knob Hill checks in with 50, and it is 50 outside the doors here at the Rock of Talk. Still dealing the accident, I-40 westbound past Coors Road. That's put real bad pressure on I-40 all the way back before Carlisle. And I will tell you, that's also taken a toll on Montano getting across that river bridge. That westbound trip stops right there at Rio Grande Boulevard all the way up to Montano. As far as the South Valley, looking pretty good. His leather's moving in good speed throughout uh, from I-25 all the way out literally into Central. And if your drive takes you into the South Valley on Rio Bravo, still pretty clear sailing. you find a little stubborn path right there around 2nd. All right, Monty Cigar Shop brings us this traffic report. They are on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Wait till you see what they bring you when it comes to cigars. This big humidor that they have, the biggest in the southwest, with the temperature control creates the largest selection of blends and prices. And, I mean, literally 2,000 types of cigars you can get. Just ask Monty. Just say, I heard the guy on the radio said, if I told you what I was looking for, and he, I mean, get as specific as you can with them. They'll help. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, second hour, 536. Thanks for listening here in the Kiwa. AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. All right, Deb Holland, CD1. Probably will be approved, I would imagine, this time next week. Uh, there's been a number of approvals that have continued to drag on, but uh, she will be your next uh, Department of the Interior Secretary. She will be, you know, doing the laundry list for Joe Biden's administration at this point. And whatever they request, they want, put her face there on the front. That will be the face of the Department of Interior, controlling 30% of the land, I don't know, 650 million acres. And she has testified. I believe she wrapped everything up uh, earlier today. I got bored. Boy, she is totally uninspiring. Uh, you know what I remember is just how she had performed on that primary stage with the other candidates uh, who are there. Uh, go back if you can find that anywhere. I don't know. I don't think they record debates anymore, Rudy. No, none yeah, of those stuff no, is yeah, recorded. No, 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 no recorded. Maybe so, the Democrats do. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. No, there's no record. We have no idea what happened. Uh, we lost the, the lost tapes of the debate. But we're really mad about this part of it. Yeah, oh my gosh. She was uh, she was brandishing a bow and arrow. Eddie Aragon <laughs> was brandishing a gun. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that placing a bow and arrow with uh, Deb Holland? Is that somehow racist or insensitive? Oh, right. we got the PC police in my studio again? 
Are you what, what's next? Are you going to make me rain, rename my station because that's also uh, what? What do you call that when you borrow the Kiva? Oh my! My call letters are racist now. What's next? My gosh, this identity politics is nonstop. All right, boy, it was a long list, wasn't it, Eddie? I'm just looking at a picture yeah. of the debate right now. Pat Davis, yeah, yeah. Uh, Damian Lara, Damian. Oh, he's the uh. new, he's the new secretary or education or economic development guy. Oh. He has no background in economic development. I think he's the new city of. Look up Damian Lara. Look up and and he was. Fearless, fierce, uh, bullying on stage. Oh. This guy was going after uh, Damon Martinez. You know, if he could basically get out his his hatchet, uh, he would have he would have taken <laughs> oh, him out. There you it, go. it was it was that fierce uh, there. No, no, no. Damian Damian Lara, Antoine Cedillo Lopez, of course, back for a return engagement. Deb, of course, DUI Deb, Paul Moya, a business strategy consultant. He was nice. Paul's a smart kid. he was a Democrat that a lot of Republicans liked. I think he went to the University of Notre Dame. What happened to that? Where do you go? You know what? I tried following up with him. Just really cannot uh, catch up with him right now. He's really kind of walking away from the politics, from what I understand. He's just not really engaging. Huh. And it's Damian Lara. Damian. Damian. I'm sorry. Uh, and then the final candidate was, uh, of course, we had Deb. We had, uh, and the final candidate was Damon Martinez, the former U.S. attorney. Um, boy, she she was a crowded field. One, two, three, four, five, Eight. six, six on this debate. Yeah. 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 Um, Interesting. No, Eddie, I just want, I'm going to put it in the notes for the listeners yeah. tonight. Um, this fascinating article, and, I, and I, I think the media in New Mexico would probably benefit from this. Anchorage Daily News, the big, the big paper up in the, the great frontier. Last frontier? Last frontier up there. Um, mixed feelings by folks from the tribal community in Alaska regarding one of their own, what the identity politics people would say is one of their own, and this is the exact quote. In an oil-rich state that's home to many of the nation's tribes, some Alaskans are torn over the potential confirmation of Deb Holland as Interior Secretary. And I thought, all the local coverage is just nonstop puffery. Oh, Here's yeah. a reporter in Alaska going out and saying, you know, there's more to this story than identity politics. Tribal communities in Alaska benefit a lot from resource extraction. She is foursquare opposed to, I mean, she's in, completely in the tank for the eco-alarmist world. So would she be hurting some of her own people? Uh, I have an example right here. Anna Hoffman, she is the co-chair of the Alaska Federation of Natives, so she doesn't know anything about the native community in Alaska. No. Uh, it happens to be, they just gave her that position. Uh, the state's largest native organization said she's conflicted. Quote, as an Alaska native woman, I feel a sense of pride and honor. That's undeniable. It is long overdue to see a person or their background, yada, yada. But, Hoffman said, Holland may have different priorities for resource development than the village corporation that Hoffman runs, the Bethel Native Corporation in southwest Alaska. One important question is where the new budding secretary will come down on the proposed Donlin gold mine in the region, according to Ms. Hoffman. The corporation has not taken a position on this particular mine, but will seek contracting opportunities if the mine is developed. And if that's not good enough for you, ladies and gentlemen, there's another example here. Uh, Deb is completely on board with uh, so-called conservationists in stopping a road that King Cove, Alaska residents want. They want it put through the Izembic National Wildlife Refuge on the Alaskan Peninsula. The road, of course, is to kill all the animals and destroy the environment. No, the road is to improve access to emergency medical services but is opposed by, you guessed it, yep. conservation groups, uh, in part because the refuge provides important habitat for migratory birds. Here is an example 
of a good reporter going out and saying, hey, there's more to this story than identity politics. It's wonderful. Deb Holland, let's all worship Deb Holland. She's going out to tribal communities in, her, in, in the state here and asking them, how do you feel? And they are, ladies and gentlemen, from the article, conflicted. Well, I think we need to look at this from an economic development standpoint, first and foremost, because the big thing that we're dealing with for a lot of these states is uh, they're starved for cash. Yep. Whether it's Alaska, New Mexico, North Dakota, you know, it's a boom and bust cycle, depending upon the, the cost of the barrel of the oil. And when you're just getting rid of it altogether, there is no boom or bust. Uh, there's nothing. And it will be a desolate uh, uh Probably state budget for Alaska, certainly one for the state of New Mexico. And she's conflicted because she knows how it uh, hurts the economies. And alcohol dependency, suicide, uh, the economic breakdown, I mean, that is rife in Indian Nation, uh, no matter where you go. That is something that happens. uh, uh, You look at the average uh, per capita income uh, in some place like Tohajali, I think it's like $6,700 or something along those lines. You know, how much more could these places actually benefit but, and, and let's not forget uh, the overwhelming uh, thing that we can't look past is that this woman who became the, the uh, Secretary of the Interior sure has, uh, still has uh, student loans back from 2006-2008. I mean, you want to talk about these signs of not making it economically or being impoverished? It's still having that level of debt, and she's two, two years away. And I keep repeating that because that should mean something, I think, to the listeners out there who are probably in... It should be very relatable, I should say. Well, and you said, I think, I don't know, yesterday, the day before, she earned $174,000 two years in a row. Uh, maybe you, you could have applied it? some of that to pay what down the do debt, maybe? What did you do with it? A little bit of it, maybe? Yeah. What did you do with it? I mean, she needs a job. She needed to be elected congresswoman. If you look at, you know, her history, I don't think that the party chairman for the Democrat Party makes any money, as far as I know. I know the Republican Party chairman doesn't make any money, nor should they. It should be something that should be handling the resources and parceling them out to everybody else in the party, not taking them for herself. She didn't go and look for the job. The only job that she's had is consultancy jobs, essentially. You can't really call the uh, Democrat Party chairman a job. She worked on behalf of Barack Obama and his uh, re-election campaign back in 2012. So, you know, there's a lot here, a lot of, but no doubt Murkowski with that painful, horrible look on her face. No matter what picture that woman takes, my gosh. It's ghastly, is it not? Life is tough it up really, in Alaska. It must be. <laughs> Something has really impacted that woman's face. Uh, she will no doubt vote for it. Uh, um, and there you go. That's where we are as far as uh, Deb Holland. I'm glad that you pointed this out because it has been nothing but kissing Deb Holland's ass, uh, kissing uh, Indian Nation's ass on this entire thing and playing identity politics. And, 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 and we have to find people who are qualified who can actually lead that department and be good stewards of the uh, public lands here in this country. I don't know that she can. She's going to play that politics, and I think uh, because of that, it's going to create some you know, anti-market forces. And instead of drilling here or in uh, Alaska, they're going to go to all the private places that they can actually uh, drill in, and that's going to be mostly Texas, some places in North Dakota, and some other places throughout the rest of the country. It's going to leave New Mexico in the dust. It's going to be her legacy. I think it's remarkably condescending for elites in this country, elites in this state, to say, oh, well, all, tr- all people, all members of tribes in the United States love Deb Holland and back her and support her positions, right. when in fact I think people uh, on tribal lands in this country can decide for themselves. I think many of them actually work in extractive industries, and they're not necessarily towing the, green- the Greenpeace and the Sierra Club 
line, and it's just such a condescending approach that, well, that's what identity politics is. It's so condescending. You're a member of this group, therefore you support the so-called self-appointed political leaders of this group. I'd I think people could from, think for themselves. Yeah, I'd love to hear from Michael Toya, who's uh, related, uh, if you want to go ahead and, and call in. Oh, by the way, did you know, Dow, that not one Indian hates or dislikes another Indian? There's no Indian on Indian, uh, Native American on Native it's American. Never American. happened. Oh, yeah, never, ha- never happened. Uh, no... No racism, no any. There's no white on white crime. Are you aware of this, uh, Rudy? Are you aware of this? No, I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, uh, okay. black on black crime never has yeah. happened. Could no. you know? Yeah, just totally. Just you know, don't even think of it. It's yeah. not I a, feel safer. <laughs> we're not individuals. We're part of a collective. We're part of the board collective. But literally teaching, uh, treating an entire race as as everyone. Oh, you're Indian. You must like. You're Native American. You must like. Um, That's against everything the civil rights movement 50 years ago stood for. And and allowing people to decide for themselves and respecting all people and against that identity politics. And we're going right back to it. We got got rid of the content of their character uh, line and all that. So sad. 550-5500-546. Call here in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. This is Peter. Can you hear me okay? Peter, I can hear you okay. Go ahead. Are you okay? You had a breath. What's going on? (laughs) Um, I'm here in Benson, Arizona. I was just listening to the governor... And I got to admit, I'm a little triggered, but oh. I feel there's a way we can hang her with her own rope because they wow. keep hey, well, well, Whoa, so they... whoa, oh. hello! <laughs> what yeah. are you even talking about? First off, <laughs> we don't advocate violence. Hanging anybody in these days, my gosh! Uh, I'm going to strike, Your Honor. I'd like to strike that from the record. Uh, he meant that metaphorically, yes. but with the political correctness, we also got rid of all metaphors yes. going forward. He meant to say the colloquialism oh, hoist yeah. on our own petard. That's yeah, what we there, we that's, that's <laughs> there we go. Go ahead, Peter. Sorry. I, I, I guess I ignored that memo. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to start off with a uh, direct quote from Moderna and Pfizer about these vaccines. The current COVID vaccines do not impart immunity or transmissibility of the disease. These products do not meet the medical definition of a vaccine. So why are they pushing this? Why are they trying to use these stats so they can juke their agenda? Because I just looked up something else, which is the 2011 U.S. Code, Title 15, Section 1125, which basically regulates deceptive practices, including false descriptions pertaining to medical claims. So it's not if it doesn't meet the in my mind, if it doesn't meet the clinical definition of a vaccine, it's not a vaccine, but yet everybody is running out thinking they're getting this and they're getting immunity, yet they can transmit the disease. So, I mean, it's it's blowing my mind. And I'm wondering if there's a way we can use this against them. But, I mean, I'm probably spitballing here, but if you combine that U.S. Code, Title 15, along with, because I believe the Fourth Amendment, besides search and seizures and stuff like that, also um, covers uh, bodily autonomy. In other words, someone can't just come up and inject something into you because you have domain over your body. And then, of course, we have the Nuremberg uh, cases of 1947. You know, the Nuremberg trials, which is totally illegal to do that without somebody's consent because they keep pushing this agenda, pushing it and pushing it because their whole foundation for this authoritarian rule is all based on COVID. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that we can use this. We can use this against them that we can. We can. Yeah. So, again, I think I think you're 100 percent correct. I think it takes a little bit uh, of what. 
Mr. Zanetti was saying during the first hour, which is organizing, it's going to be a little bit different. And putting those that information out there, plus your ideas, I think is, a, is going to go towards that way. But I think we got to really investigate and uh, see where we have the opportunity to actually um, sue and go after these government officials who have abused their power. And this isn't just in the state of New Mexico, but it's throughout everywhere. And they're using what they seem or see as this perceived truth in science, and it's not true. They've taken one or two reports and basically multiplied them and say, well, this is the science, this is the data, this is the numbers, and if they all say it in unison, 4713, the journal, and anybody else that's out there, then they can basically reaffirm that that it's correct because they've heard it from enough sources. So that has become, I don't know, are you killing a dog back there, Peter? What's going on over there? Is that, oh, no, is that a choo-choo no, train in the back <laughs> running over a dog? What what kind of violence is happening out there in Benson, Arizona? Uh, in Benson, Arizona, I am right at a place called uh, Arena. Uh -huh. it's, a, it's a rodeo restaurant. Uh, I'm a, right by the train track. A rodeo restaurant. I don't even okay, know what that okay, is, so but it sounds so incredibly <laughs> awesome. So you're, you're, you're spitballing, you're throwing a lot of stuff uh, in there, but uh, email me directly and uh, let's crack the case maybe a little bit more and develop something. But I appreciate uh, your thoughts. You wanted to say one other thing, uh, a little about the quaint town of uh, Benson, Arizona? Uh, oh no no! I'm, I'm just out here because it's completely normal out here. Oh. No one, no one comes. No one wears a mask. You can do what you want. Oh. Everything's wide open. But that's just for this county. It's Cochise. Uh, I don't think it's that way. If you go to the other counties, like where Tucson is, mm. I'm not well versed in the counties of Arizona itself. But that's well, it was a, it was a great here. song. You know, I'm standing on the corner in Benson, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. Yeah. You know, I like that. I, that that's uh, very good. You know what I think of when I think of uh, Benson, you know, uh, Benson, Arizona, I think of, you know, the theme. To, do you guys remember Benson? He oh, actually yeah. passed away. Robert Guillaume. Oh, Robert. Oh, yeah. Oh, Guillaume. He's the last guy you thought would be named uh, Guillaume. Um, but uh, this was uh, back in the day. They're playing a lot of this stuff on the, uh, the old channels, which you can certainly find uh, of all the places uh, directly on Roku. A lot of those channels where you can find us directly on Roku as well. Here is the... Uh, the great uh, intro to Benson back in the day. Oh no, this is the theme. Let's see. Let's see if we got it. No, no. Is it coming in? Come on, come in hot. Come in hot. Oh, there it is. Finally. Doberman's chasing no. a black man into a, a mansion. That would be racist these days. But or not, that, that's what you got. There it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, God, that brings me back. Wasn't Mr. Belvedere on after Benson? Or was it? I don't remember. Wasn't no. it Webster? I thought Webster. We oh, Webster. Webster. Yes, Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah. yeah, so cute. I was big on Benson when he was on the... What's the name of the show with the two sisters that kept fighting and stuff like that? Uh, Golden Girls? No, no, no. Is it? Ah, uh, I'll think of it. Comedy drama? Yeah, but it was Benson was the was the waiter for the rich lady. Oh, soap, soap. Yeah. That's the one. Soap. Oh <laughs> my gosh, where are we going? Really cross the street, back and forth. Never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. 
am Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out, don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. 
JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. The pineapple coconut waffle at sunny side up. It's a whole wheat pancake filled with diced pineapples, toasted coconut, and homemade vanilla cream sauce. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Time to put things together, starting with the weather. The clouds are out there, and looks like the rain that may come tonight is going to be mainly in the foothills. I will tell you, once the sky is clear tomorrow, looks like a great start to the weekend with 65, our expected high. Right now at the Santa Ana Stars, 49, 50 degrees at the VA hospital, and 49 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, i got to tell you, the accident on I-40 westbound at Coors Road, they're reporting that it is now clearing off the freeway. But uh, traffic is still, you know, it's it's starting to come back to normal. That's good news. But still, just get ready. You're going to be really slow from Rio Grande Boulevard all the way to just beyond Coors Road. Coors Road itself southbound Lauria to Montano Plaza. That's tough stuff. And a lot of folks were using Montano Bridge to get across and avoid the problem on I-40. Uh, that is just sold out. Rio Grande Boulevard all the way up to Montano. And this traffic report brought to you by... Life Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manol, just west of Wyoming, and they are waiting for you to come in and say, the guy on the radio said you have canyon water here. I hear that's great. It is. It's alkaline water, healthy water. That's the route to go. Change your water, change your life, and you can do that at Life Spring at Salon Helena on Manol, just west of Wyoming. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Countering aggression. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. Military officials say President Biden approved an airstrike in Syria on a facility used by Iranian-backed militias. It was one airstrike inside Syria at one location that is used by multiple Iranian-backed militias. There were multiple facilities that were hit, I'm told. It was a response and is designed to deter the kind of rocket attacks that we've seen against the U.S. Green Zone targeting the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, as well as that attack in Erbil that left one the U.S. contractor dead as well as five injured. Fox's Jennifer Griffin at the Pentagon. The Biden administration is working to speed up the release of unaccompanied children at the border to parents or other sponsors. President Biden earlier reversed a Trump administration policy expelling migrant children caught at the border without their parents. More than 7,000 unaccompanied minors were caught by immigration officials in January. Congressional hearings continue over how U.S. Capitol Police handled last month's deadly violence in Washington. Acting U.S. U.S. Capitol Police Chief.
in January. Congressional hearings continue over how U.S. Capitol Police handled last month's deadly violence in Washington. Acting U.S. Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman says the department was not ignorant of intelligence, suggesting a large-scale event that played out on January 6th. There was no such intelligence. Pittman tells the House subcommittee there was a known likelihood of violence by extremists. No credible threat indicated that tens of thousands would attack the U.S. Capitol. Lawmakers are questioning Pittman and the acting House sergeant-at-arms about preparations made for a pro-Trump rally that ended in a deadly riot at the Capitol. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. The annual conservative political action conference began today in Orlando with sessions and speeches set for tomorrow. Then because of a Reddit forum also, it just shows the power of the Internet nowadays. You know, it's interesting to look at both sides of the story, too. Obviously, the Redditors really benefited off of this, but the hedge funds, not so much. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlow. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Texas lawmakers began hearings today on why millions were left without power or safe drinking water during the recent winter storm. Many criticized the state's Electric Reliability Council of not being winterized for such conditions. Vistra Energy CEO Kurt Morgan testified that ERCOT was made aware of the potential impact as technicians scrambled to adapt. We put up windscreens where there's openness on equipment and radiant heaters so we could get in and work. Morgan was one of several utility leaders who blamed the state for not doing enough to warn Texas of what was coming. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Bahrain has approved Johnson & Johnson's single-dose COVID-19 vaccine for emergency use, the first country to do so. An FDA panel meets tomorrow to discuss whether to recommend the U.S. grant emergency use approval. Earlier this week, the FDA reported Johnson & Johnson's vaccine offered strong protection against severe cases of coronavirus. The seasonal flu hasn't had the impact it usually has this season. Usually, February is the worst month when it comes to the flu, but this year it's virtually disappeared. The CDC says this flu season has had the lowest numbers on record. Experts say a push to get more people vaccinated against the flu probably helped, along with fewer people traveling. They also say measures that were put in place to curb the spread of COVID-19, like mask wearing and virtual schooling, were also a big factor in preventing a surge in flu cases. The downside? The lack of flu cases this year means it's harder to get data to predict which flu strains will be a problem next season, complicating planning for a new flu vaccine. In New York, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Best Buy reports it laid off 5,000 full-time workers earlier this month. The company says the job cuts came because more shoppers are buying online instead of in its stores. Best Buy said it will replace the 5,000 full-time employees with 2,000 part-time workers. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. Time to put things together for our third hour. Wasn't that a great-looking sunset tonight? Well, the clouds that are out there are going to bring some rain, mainly to the foothill areas. But once they clear out, a great day tomorrow. Look at that. Start to the weekend, 65 degrees. I'll take it. Right now, 36 degrees under partly cloudy skies in Santa Fe. And Tanawan is 50 and 49 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, the accident is gone, clearly. I've, I've verified that. 
on I-40 westbound past Coors. And the drive is starting to recover. You'll find a little bit of slowing still between Rio Grande Boulevard up to Coors Boulevard. And unfortunately, once you get on that uh, two-lane um, bridge on Montaña, there's really no other way around. You're just going to be going slow from Rio Grande Boulevard up to Coors Boulevard. In Rio Rancho, cleared an accident on uh, Coors Boulevard right there at the uh, 7-Bar Loop. And this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe. Salon Deluxe, probably the cleanest salon and spa in Rio Rancho. And here's why. They have taken every measure uh, with lights, with air conditioning, the things that they've done to make that, that salon just so safe and wonderful to go to. If you'd like to learn about that, simply go to salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Jump. Four one one here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA and uh, rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.tv. Uh, David Lee Roth is like the Jim McMahon of of, of all rock and roll stars. <laughs> That's good. If you really good. think about him and his posing and all the the crazy stuff that he's doing, and, spandex. And, and then uh, my, like there was nothing good about that band except for the Van Halens, like uh, Alex and Eddie, and that, that was it. Because Michael's playing this giant bass guitar that's bigger than he is, and he's <laughs> aiming it into the camera. Like they don't, And you've got, uh, if you didn't know any better, you would think with the, the mannerisms of David Lee Roth, you'd think he was gay. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that is yeah, just yeah, like yeah. in his eyes oh, and yeah. the shadows and the mascara <laughs> yes. and the wagging his hips. I mean, the he's, a colors. <laughs> he's a strange dude. Yeah. Yep. Is uh, David Lee Ross still around? Oh, boy. I don't Who's think next Ross on the list? Uh, as I think Alex lasts longer than anybody. You'll never hear about Michael Anthony because you'll think that uh, Michael Anthony is Anthony Edwards. Excuse me? David Lee Ross, born in 1954, still with us. He's 66 years old. Yeah, I would think he'd have to still be with us, too, because he's one that we would know about. You know, somebody never knew about Van Halen, and they saw him today. They'd say, "How plain is that?" Yeah, yeah. That's a nothing. That's a nothing burger. <laughs> and back then, it was huge. My kids wait for a minute to after the top of the hour, going to the third hour, to decide that they want to go to the restroom. Yeah, that's perfect. Great timing, guys. Uh, the reason why we're playing jump because it was that song for five consecutive weeks. Way back in 1984. No, 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 no. Back in 1984. Uh, no uh, doubt. I mean, uh, Rudy. Now. 
the five weeks would begin now, and it would not take us to summer. So, really? Yeah. That, uh, that according to sort of the five-week run at number one here on this day on the U.S. single strike. I remember with that little... Can you imagine these days with the way things are, if you had an album cover, if it was like a little angel boy with a smoking of the cigarette? <laughs> I mean, forget it. On, you got to shut that down. Oh, but that was... That congressional was, investigation. <laughs> it was back then, yeah. <laughs> You'd have you'd have uh, Tipper Gore going to <laughs> shut you down. Not Blue just... ribbon panel to investigate how this how this was allowed to happen. Is Tipper Gore still around? Didn't uh, her and Al split? I believe they split. They split Splitsville, right? Well, that's after. Didn't Al have a little after, incident? Or... After Al, uh, he's had incidents his entire life. After I'd like Al... you to release my third chakra. Remember that he had a little. There's an accusation that he he made a made an untoward comment. Uh, uh, Tipper's still with us. Born, born yeah. in 1948. And uh, she did not remarry. Okay. Oh, well. Divorced 2010. She's she's certifiably crazy, so I doubt somebody would say, oh, you've been to the psych uh, one too many times. We're not going to jump on that crazy train. She Uh, was hacked because she couldn't be first lady. She was mad at Al about that. Was she really? Oh, yeah. There's a very famous uh, uh, Oprah episode where Tipper goes on with (laughs) Ice-T. I think the guy from the B-52s, and they were debating, you know, nasty rock lyrics. And I, Maybe that's on, available on uh, online video. I don't know. If she was, uh, uh, Tipper, Tipper Bohr is what <laughs> yes, she was. Uh, she was really bad. Uh, Oprah back in uh, 19... Uh, when? Late 80s, maybe? Oh, it was Jello Biafra. Oh! He, he's resurrected himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Jello Biafra uh, on with Tipper Gore way back in 1986. Uh we were just talking about the dead Kennedys <laughs> yeah. the other day. Soup is good food. I know all the dead Kennedy songs. It's so wow. Do you think, uh, what if I were elected to Congress and I met, you know, it, they talk about, who are your early mu- musical influence? Sex Pistols, uh, dead <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> I don't think that's going to go. Well, <laughs> Sex Pistols, oh my God. Yeah. What they said on that video must have been right. Yeah. Uh, here's Oprah. Whoa, she's looking a lot thinner back then. So we're talking about how music and the lyrics affect uh, teenagers. You wanted to say what? Oh, I just wanted to say, Oprah, that uh, I'm a music industry attorney. And uh, yeah, the one question that I have for David and for Tipper is, why are you talking, why do so many people talk in terms of the fact that 13 teenagers were affected by suicide. Our children are affected. What about society? Are you saying to us that society as a whole must be governed by the minority and the influence on the minority? Because that's what it seems to say. And I have a feeling that the rest of us adults who can fully take that lyric and not commit suicide as a result of hearing it have just as much a right to enjoy it and listen to it for what purpose it was meant for as we have to worry about 13 teenagers maybe going to commit suicide about it. What, where, where does the proportion come where, in? Where do, you, Is, where do you stick the government in the middle of all this argument? How can we totally screw everything up? Well, uh, Tipper's about to tell you, I'm sure. Isn't that your responsibility as parents to protect your teenagers and let society amalgamate the, the, the material that's the, the based, uh, basis for the majority? In the best of all possible worlds, that would be true. But we're not in the best of all possible worlds. Uh, children, there's much more divorce. There's much more family disruption today. Children are more vulnerable. Just look at the statistics. So they're they're not for 20%. 20%. Oh, I love it. I love how there's no causation or symptomatic uh, any of all this. It's just like, I'm going to take my facts and throw them out there. You take your facts and throw them out there. Uh, we won't talk about cause and effect in any of this. Let's just create an argument here on Oprah. The population, we're going to censor 80%. Is that what you're saying? A moment. 
1960, 10% of our teenage girls were sexually active. 50% are sexually active today. Of how, do, how does someone get that stat? I got to know. Yeah. You know, like, nobody could actually say that. Well, we've gone from 10 to 50%. How do you know that? I think a lot of self-reporting teenagers would inflate those statistics. Oh, absolutely. If, if I remember yeah, high totally. school well. Y'all was a real like, stud. Like the four women, who four girls who were like 14 years of age and went to the roller drome on a Saturday night and then someone went, sticks a microphone. Are you sexually active? And they're all chewing bubbling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, none of them are. <laughs> right? None of them are doing anything. Girls were 14 years old. In those days, we're not accurate. And you know that that's been changed. Who, 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 how many well, people in that e in those well, eras were admitting that they were sexually active? Well, where society is much more open. Look, look at our... They were just we sexually active. Well... Uh, <laughs> that, with AIDS, they're probably less sexually active now. Wait a minute. You have one... You know, really, the argument just immediately denigrated because what everybody's interested in is not the lyrics. They're wondering whether or not their children uh, or young girls are now sexually right, active. Right. At all. <laughs> Squirrels! <laughs> uh, Tipper Gore gets into it. Uh, here, here she uh, starts to... Uh, essentially start gabbing her very large mouth here on stage. Here she goes. We do not advocate nope. censorship. We're not, David isn't, I do not advocate it in my book. I am talking about pervasive messages that are available to kids of any age. That are Great book. Raising PG kids in an X-rated society. Whoa. Ooh, I want to talk to her husband about that. They're explicit and violent and parents have a right to know that. Parents in this country right now I did not have sexual relations. Right, yeah. Your husband's that, uh, political partner woman. there uh, might have a lot to say about this topic. <laughs> with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I mean, uh, look, look how... Uh, anyway, there you go. You get the idea. I don't know how we went from Benson to Soap to uh, whatever that was. <laughs> we got was. range on this show. Yeah, we got went, range. Uh, it, uh, totally <laughs> it was a fun little road, though. <laughs> And I think then, it started uh, with David Lee Roth. <laughs> this might be the only time Jello Biafra actually ever got dressed up for anything. He thought he was going to run for something. Here he is. But it takes a real chicken parent to blame the suicide of their child oh, on no. a musician. Oh, oh, I mean, you say what? Right, uh, socially all of us now i have six children and i cannot read the lyrics to every song i can't read every book my children read so i have to depend on other parents and networking to get the information i need a kids. system oh and i do talk uh and listen more important than talking to my kids i just wish you could see what that woman looks like who's saying those very words my name's marge fleener <laughs> <laughs> There she is, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Jello Biafra. If you haven't uh, heard, uh, you know this kind of great music. Uh, I certainly loved it uh, back in the day. Uh, did you listen to a lot of punk and a lot of edgy new wave punk? Stuff? Not till later in life, but okay. uh, yeah. Ramones. I got into. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the uh, entryway for the Dead Kennedys. Take a listen. <laughs> might be the first time I'm playing Dead Kennedys right here in the Kiva. Through Los Alamos, straight through the canyons, down to Santa Fe. Listen to that.
Michael uh, Jello Biafra. There we go. It feels Kiva. like a Friday evening right now, but I think it's only Thursday. <laughs> feels Caller, great. Caller, you're in the Kiva. 617, go ahead. All right. It, uh, MLG had a uh, theme song. Who did? MLG. Uh, does she have a theme song? If she had a theme song. Oh, okay. Uh, what What is your uh, theme song for her? I'm going to be, I'm going to dumb, dumb. I'm so, I'm, 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 I'm really freaking dumb. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bonanza. That's actually better than the, the, the song I've been playing for her. I think since she's taken office. What song you've been playing? No, I haven't played that. Everyone's just saying that. I think that's almost, I think this is where that all started. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that that's... Stupid Girl? That was a good one from 10 or 20. Stupid Garbage. That's from Garbage. Good one. Uh, Any other other suggestions, Rudy? You've got one from the 60s or 70s? Valley Girl. (laughs) Uh, How about More Than a Woman? Yeah, she's oh, please, no. Uh, not really, not ironically. How about, here we go. How about this one? I don't like the way it's been going, so I decided I'd make another record. Can I give all these people the finger? Whoa. Come on, Randy. Keep it clean now in Hollywood. Are we ready? Are we ready, Randy? There we go. This is, this is, this is Hollywood's favorite composer, by the way. I, don't, I think Randy Newman, if I'm not mistaken, does he not have more Grammys than just, I think, about anybody else? Check. I don't know. Yeah, check, check to see who has more Grammys than Randy New. I don't. I think he's like like the, um, and, and he's got to be. He's got to be Jewish too. He's got to be. Now you gotta, you gotta check this out. Newman, yeah, that would make sense. Little hand, little eye, they walk around telling great big lies. They got little nose, tiny little teeth. They wear platform shoes on the nasty little feet. Well, I. Keyboard and uh, he'll tickle the ivories and uh, insult your favorite, and you'll give him a Grammy or two. Uh, most Grammys, who? Sir George Salty. Oh, he is a, compo- a conductor. You would uh, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Chicago Symphony. Yeah. Uh, he's actually uh, conducted. Uh, that's 31 but, uh, for Sir 31. George. And, uh, and Randy Newman has uh, 28 for Quincy Jones. Oh, wow. He's great. 27 for Alison Krauss. Oh. 26 for, I think, a name Eddie will recognize, Pierre Boulet. Yeah, another okay. composer. Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Orchestra. 25 for Stevie Wonder, John Williams, and Vladimir Horowitz. Oh, yeah, another one. Great one. Beyonce. I, I don't know who this person is. What? Beyonce, 24. <laughs> Chick Corea, 23. Chick Oh, yeah. Jazz, U2, 22. Oh, wow. Jay-Z, 22. What? Kanye, 21. Jay-Z have what U2 has? Crazy. Vince Gill, 21. And uh, tied at 20, Henry Mancini, Pat Metheny, hmm. Bruce Springsteen, and Al Schmidt. However, no, no Randy Newman. Huh? Randy Newman has a collective 92 nominations in various music categories. He has also won three Emmys, seven Grammys, and the Governor's Award from the Recording Academy. So has anybody been nominated more than Randy Newman? Mm, that would be the that's other. Probably, Maybe yeah. that's probably what it is. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Anyway, check some, something hung out up there. Uh, Dad Kennedy's nominated for exactly zero Grammys, just so you know. For those of you who, <laughs> oh, we eighty. Got... Quincy has eighty nominations more than anyone else. He has eighty. Quincy. I mean, I thought on. you said uh, Newman has ninety-two. Is that uh, ninety-two total across all genres? Oh, this is all nominated. Okay, not w- awards. I'm sorry, I was reading. Let's yeah. let me read the actual winners. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Should I use Google or DuckDuckGo? Yeah, All right. well, well, most well, 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 the Dow 3000 gets down and dirty. <laughs> uh, we'll go ahead and uh, check one last time on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. The clouds that we see out there, probably going to bring some rain, but mainly in the foothills. And once they clear out, they bring nothing but a great weekend. 65 are expected high tomorrow. Right now, I can tell you, it is... Uh, 49 degrees at the Santa Ana Star. At the VA, it's 50 degrees and 49 here at the Rock of Talk. Good news. I-40 is finally moving back at normal speed. The accident at Coors Boulevard gone. Three of them in one day, guys. That was just really a tough one. Sorry that you had to endure that. And as far as the drive in the South Valley, it looks like Rio Bravo. That has come back to normal as well. A little bit of slowing around Broadway, but nothing really out of control there. I-25 South from the airport all the way around the uh, Isleta Curve looking okay. And this traffic report is brought to you by Les Chantilles Fine Pastries. They have these freezer-to-oven dinners.